The Daily Perspective is recorded live on stereo. All guests are selected at random and the conversation is never scripted. Guests are never censored, so parental guidance is advised. Enjoy the episode and don't forget to subscribe. I was born for his service. He filled me with purpose. Take your time while you worship him. I'm unplugged from the matrix. Believe without seeing, I'm plugged into the matrix. The Daily Perspective. Welcome to another episode of The Daily Perspective. I'm your host, Mr. Daily, and you are in the Biblical Bias series, uh, mini-series, or no, it's the series. The mini-series is the story of Ruth and Boaz. So that's what we're getting back into, myself and Shadow Sun Studios. We are chopping it up on our regular Sunday show, 8 p.m. GMT, uh, Biblical Bias. So this was the conversation we had. On yesterday's show um, Check it out You know This was This was good man This was Because we're getting right into the meat of the story now And and I think historically People have, have thought Certain things about this story of Ruth and Boaz It kind of looked like Naomi was pimping out Ruth In a, in a way That's how kind of some people took it um, but when you start to read it and you start to understand the historical significance of, of and the language, you start to see how it relates to our new New Testament beliefs, and um, you see the character of, of Christ and the relationship between Christ and and the church mirrored in the relationship between Boaz and um, and Ruth. But that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give you spoilers But listen to the episode, listen to what we talk about But before we get into that, I want to shout out everyone that is listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, um, iHeartRadio, Audible, Pandora Wherever you get your podcasts from, I appreciate you Hit that subscribe button on your favourite streaming platform So you don't miss any episodes Especially these like mini-series special episodes Um, You know know that we do our regular thing on the Thursdays at 9am But these ones come out periodically or, or sporadically Whatever the word is We chuck them out there when we need to So Check this out, um, subscribe, follow us, do all the usual, hit me up in, on Instagram, on all the socials, listen to the episode, and I will catch you at the back end. Um, really hope you enjoy this one, because I really enjoyed putting this down with um, Shadow Sun Studios. We are going over Ruth 3. Last week we went over Ruth 2, and we had some questions <laughs> about whether or not Ruth was getting set up with Boaz or not. So hopefully this chapter comes in a little clearer. Daily, what did you think? Do you want to read first or do you want me to go? All right. While we have Daily on mute, I'm going to go ahead and read Ruth 3 for you guys. Ruth and Boaz at the threshing floor. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, should I not seek rest for you? that it may be well with you, is not Boaz our relative, with whose young women you were. See, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Wash, therefore, and anoint yourself, and put on your cloak, and go down to the threshing floor. Put 
but do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. But when he lies down, observe the place where he lies. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. And he sh- and she replied, all that you say, I will do. So before we go on to the next paragraph, what's happening right now? Once again, Naomi is serving up Ruth. And last, time, last week we were trying to figure out the history of Boaz to Naomi because we had like a little incest circle going on, but we figured out that they're like it's Naomi's husband's cousin. So they're not like blood yeah. So once we got that situated now, it looks like Naomi is trying to give Ruth the upper hand with the other girls in the barley fields. I don't know. Is that what you're getting off of this? Yes. So, um, I've I've been doing my digging, you know. I, I've been uh, I got I got my I got my Bible out. I got uh, my, <laughs> my I got my, I got my research game on this afternoon. I know. Yeah. So there is there is there is some important symbolism happening in here. So if we just look at it from the surface level, it does look like Ruth. Sorry, it does look like Naomi is just trying to set Ruth up for security. She's trying to make sure that Ruth is taken care of. But if you look at it a little deeper, what seems to be happening is that Naomi has remembered some biblical law. She's remembered some Levitical law that was instigated at the time of Moses that says that if you're husband dies mm-hmm. and he has a brother then his brother must redeem you if he doesn't have a brother then the clo- the next closest relative must redeem you now she knows she clearly knows that there is someone else who can redeem them there is a closer relative and you get that at the bottom of uh, as you read further in Ruth 3 there mm-hmm. is a closer relative than Boaz but there's something special about Boaz. Boaz has got, um, well, firstly, Boaz is paid. <laughs> and the head of the whole freaking tribe on that side. Yeah. And then, and then she also must know a little bit about Boaz because she knows that Boaz will be attracted to Ruth. But the thing was, did you, let me... I guess the thing that kind of confuses me with this is the whole making Ruth go back and forth with Boaz. Because she's been doing this for days now. We're in, this is chapter three, and we're still talking about grazing with the barley and all that jazz. So I guess my question needs to be, why all the shenanigans? Well, well, so you say days. But if you you think about it, Ruth, it it was the harvest season, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the harvest season lasts quite a while. So by the time we get to the, to this point in Ruth 3, it's the end of the harvest season because at the freshest oh, wow. is where that's where you separate the, the grain from the, the wheat from the chaff. So at the end of the season, once you've gathered all your harvest, you then trample it to separate to get your, your wheat out. So it's been a whole harvest season. Here. <laughs> so they've been so, doing this for a minute. 
Yeah, so so Boaz has been showing kindness to Ruth for a considerable amount of time. So in 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 essence, he's kind of been putting in that groundwork, fellas. Fellas, listen to what to <laughs> listen listen to what Boaz was doing. Okay, because this next is crazy. Yeah, because he wasn't trying to get in our pants. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to get in our pants. This way. He was literally just. Put, put in the ground, but by t- he was just telling he the was taking care of her. That's what's kind of crazy. Yeah, he, but- he was taking care of her, and he was saying to everyone, "Look, she good. She's my, she she's people's. Don't touch her. Do and not exactly do not even. Yeah, do not even challenge her. In fact, I want you to drop some grain for her so that she can pick it up. I want you to make it exceptionally easy for her to gather <laughs> grain." Oh goodness. Well, let me know what y'all think about that. That was verses one through five. Daily, do you want to do what sixteen thirteen? All right. Let me let me. My iPad decided it it, it wants to shut itself. Oh, right, let me know on. that. How many of you guys <laughs> e Bibles instead of hardcover Bibles? Like me personally, I'm using my my phone, so we're on e Bibles right now. Yeah, but, I, uh, yeah, man. This is this is my thing. So where are we going from? Ruth, <laughs> are we at, are we at we're three, six or seven? Yep, um, verse six through okay, for, thirteen. Let, okay, let's go six through thirteen. So she went down to the threshing floor that night and followed the instructions of her mother-in-law. After Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he lay down at the far end of the pile of grain and went to sleep. Then Ruth came quietly, uncovered his feet and laid down. Around midnight, Boaz suddenly woke up and turned over. He was surprised to find a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? He asked. He knew who she was. Um, I am your <laughs> I am your servant, Ruth. She replied. Spread the corner of your covering over me, for you are my family redeemer. The Lord bless you, my daughter Boaz ex- exclaimed. <laughs> you are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before, for you have not gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Now, don't worry about a thing, my daughter. I will do what is necessary for everyone in this town to know that you are a virtuous woman. But while it's true that I'm your family rede- family's rede- family redeemers, oh, sorry, excuse me. But while it's true that I am one of your family redeemers, there is another man who is more closely related to you than I am. So that was the point I was talking about earlier. So um, this is really the bulk of this story. This is... This is um this is where a lot of the major symbolism happens in this in this story because right she held out for a good while you, yeah you, you so you've got to look at the, at both the angles here firstly it is a very romantic story because he goes in there she goes in there sorry and she 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 uncovers his feet <laughs> you know to, to to wake him up and now. I think Ruth was ready to put it put it on him. Heck yeah! That's why I was like, she just laid there. So <laughs> yeah, so, so the, it, it doesn't it doesn't categorically say that, but I think she was like, look, I've I got really to want do what to it takes. Yeah, I've <laughs> got to do what it takes for this guy to know that I'm dead serious. 
And so the fact she was that ready he said to- that he wasn't with the others that were in the tribe. I feel like that kind of... I don't know. It took me. Because one, you said this has been a couple of months. So you're telling me for a couple of months she blocked everybody. And Boaz is coming in here acting all... I don't know who you are. <sighs> mm. <sighs> yeah. So, so he was like silent <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he, he he was he was he, he was doing his thing. Let's let's just look. So she. So the, the the thing here is, he was he said something that was really important. I will let everyone in this town know how virtuous you are. Mm. So even though. Even though she was ready to put, she was ready to put it on him. He was like, "No, nah, let's 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 slow your slow your roll because I don't want anyone in this town to think I took advantage of you and you Ooh. lowered yourself to secure your future." <laughs> ah. huh, so, so she took a so, chance. Again, yeah, she took a, she took a chance. She she was like, "Look, I'll do what it takes." He said, you don't have to do what it takes. I've already seen you. I saw you from the moment that I met you. I saw you mm-hmm. beyond the facade, beyond the, the, the physical and whatever. I saw your heart and I fell in love with you at that point. That's mm-hmm. the story he's telling her. Right. He was telling her that I was, I was in love with your spirit already because I saw what you did for your mother-in-law i saw what you did for your family you didn't have to stay with naomi you could have stayed in moab and remarried in moab you didn't have to and then when you got here you didn't have to go with me that part because i was like you did have other options and for some reason you kept pushing you had options right to go with boaz so while she was entertaining i don't I don't even know how you would do that. You're in the field of collecting barley all day. Bolin's is upper class. Like it had to be him looking at her because she didn't really get a lot of time with him. But then he's saying that she had the opportunity to be with other family members. So it was like rich. Well, 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 so she was, if you remember in chapter two, Mm -hmm. when, after so Boaz seems to be the sort of person he and I think this is this is um something that you you've got to read between the lines in the story for that okay. Boaz is a, appears to be the sort of man that he doesn't see he doesn't see himself above his workers oh he's he, commu- he communes with them because it says that in in chapter two that they sat down and they ate a meal together and he gave her some of his roasted grain. So meaning he was in and amongst all of his workers and eating and communing with them. And what I realized today was that in this story, there is a lot of symbolism of Jesus and the church. And Boaz is is used to symbolize Christ and the relationship of Christ. So I did some research into the freshing floor. So what was the freshing floor? What was the purpose of the freshing floor? So the freshing floor, biblically, is symbolic of. Um, oh, hold on. Let me let me let me get to my notes so I say it properly. The ah, freshing yeah. floor is <laughs> is 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 to remind us of God, God's judgment, His redemption, and His presence. Three things. And when we see in this story, and this is what made me re- this blew my mind. Now, 
Ruth took herself to Boaz at the threshing floor, meaning she took herself into his presence. She took herself. So if, if we say that, if we remember that it says that the threshing floor is symbolic of the presence of God, it means she took herself into Christ's presence. Number one, the, the threshing floor is also the place of judgment, meaning Boaz, as a rep- as symbolic of Christ, was had the opportunity to judge her. So he could either condemn her and say, "Oh, you a hoe! You tried to you, you, you <laughs> right. came here, you tried to come and put it on me, so you could secure the future or whatever." Or he could show her grace and say. I see you. I saw you before you even saw yourself. Yeah, and accept I accept you. So that was that was number two. And then the fact that he showed grace and mercy is symbolic of that redemption. The same way that Christ redeems us and says, hey, I don't care about what you did in the past. I don't care about where you've been. I don't care about your story. I don't even care that you came to me with ulterior motives. I'm just glad that you came to me and I can I can redeem you and I can take care of you. And that was basically what Boaz w- did right there in this whole story. He He basically said, I am here for you. And the best part was if we remember... Um, Ruth is a Moabite. She's not even an Israelite. So she's not even a child of promise. She's not, she's not a child of the Abrahamic promise. She is outside of that promise. And she was, again, this is symbolic of how we as Gentiles were grafted into God's holy family. So again, we're getting that symbolism way before Christ even comes. And then the best, the, the, then you, when you start to follow the breadcrumbs, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save this for next week. I'm gonna say, there's, there's, a, there's a breadcrumb that we will find out about in Ruth 4 that, that makes all of this come together and makes it so much more special. But that was, um, that's but that was Boaz. Do it on three daily. I can't yeah, but, <laughs> but, but that was, that was Boaz's angle. So if we flip the script and then we look at Ruth's side of it, now, now this was this this again was this kind of blew my mind because when I first read it, I looked at Ruth and I was like, oh, here we go. She trying to she she trying to be <laughs> sneezy. She trying to sneak up in there. Okay. She trying to do the little and then and then I read, they come out. <laughs> yeah, she trying to trap him. She right, trying to trap like, Boaz and get that. <laughs> And I almost thought Naomi was trying to do the same thing, though, because of how she said the story. She said, wait until after he ate, after he got drunk. So, like, yeah. go in there after he's sloppy? Like, I don't know. Now, this is interesting because now people think that, and again, this is where the translations, um, the translations let us down. It's, and I, I, that's why I kind of like the, the New Living Translation because it doesn't say wait till he's drunk. It says wait till he is in good spirits. So he wasn't drunk. He would. He just had a good time. And see, that's a prime example of why we need to be on the same. You said you're on which one? Yeah. And I'll see what version are you reading daily. 
I'm reading the NLT, New Living Translation. NLT, yes, because yours sounds a lot sweeter. Mine specifically said for him, <laughs> wait till he got drunk, wait till he was full, uncover his feet, and lay down. Like, yours sounded so much softer. <laughs> now, now, if you imagine, if you imagine you've just had a bountiful harvest, and you eat, and you drink, and you are in good spirits because you are celebrating a bountiful harvest. Now, if you are <laughs> yeah, in your room, <laughs> and if you if you've had, if you've had a good harvest, you're in you're more inclined to be what more merciful, more graceful, more kind, and more giving. So Ruth did. Um, Naomi did have a strategy. Uh-huh. She wanted to wait to that point where um, Boaz was in his was celebrating. State. Yeah, she she knew that. Hey. She probably saw how much grain Ruth had been bringing home over the last few months. So she was thinking, oh, Boaz is going to have a good harvest. So the best time, Let's go to, the that best time to approach it, right, let's approach him when, <laughs> when he's celebrating how good he's... Yeah, but here's, a good, here's an interesting part. She told Ruth, go and bathe yourself, put on fresh clothes, go and... Um, and basically go and prepare yourself. Yep. Now, what what Ruth did, because I, I again I wanted to know what the what the symbolism of uncovering his feet was. Mm-hmm. Now people assumed that it was a sexual thing, but actually uncovering his feet was basically saying um wh- what she did was an act of um letting Boaz know that hey, I'm available. Right. You. I I want to be I want to be married to you. Now the interesting thing is, um, she did throw herself at, at him because biblically, and this is where we're not forget forget the wedding because the wedding is the wedding. We haven't happens, got there, but, right? But we the marriage, marriage, the act of marriage is sex. Point blank. Mm-hmm. The the contract. Of marriage was the, the children in and the, uh, solidifying the, the relationship. Break, right, the breaking of the hymen secured the covenant because, with all things biblical, with all things God, blood is required to seal a covenant. That's why when Jesus died on the cross, his blood had to be shed, shed to seal that covenant. So, in the oh, same wow. way, when when we get married, the that's why you know they say. You know, when you have sex with a virgin and the hymen breaks, there is a shedding of blood because the shedding of blood is symbolic, symbolic of two becoming one and sealing that covenant. Now, she was she was trying to put herself out there as, hey, I want to be married to you, a.k.a. I want to have intercourse with you and seal a covenant with you. And he said, well, if we if we want to do this, I hear what you're saying. And I, I, I accept your approach, but we've got to do things in the correctly. Right yeah. So he still gave her a fighting chance, and the fact that you like yeah. elaborated on that daily again is helpful because I did not get that from my version. <laughs> now let's now let's check this out. So when a woman wants to wants to marry a man, mm-hmm. she must do the right thing to make herself presentable. And then she must present herself to him. And this is done normally in the presence of the elders. Mm-hmm. And she presents herself 
at his feet. So that was the significance of her uncovering his feet so that she can present herself at his feet and sub- and basically say, hey, Boaz, I submit to your to you. and. And that's what you get in the, in, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? In, no, verse nine, when he says, who are you? Um, it says, who are you? He asked, I am your servant, Ruth. She replied, spread the corner of your covering. So you get it right there. Spread right. the corner of your covering. Let me come under your covering. Let me become part, part of, of your- you. Yeah. Let me let me submit to your authority because you are my family's redeemer. Yeah. So she was basically saying, Hey, I want to be married to you. I want to submit to your authority. Now, um, because it was Levitical law that a man she a woman must present this at the feet of the man, that's why she uncovered his feet. Now, again. This is symbolic of our relationship as a church to Christ, because the church should be submitted to Christ and we as the bridegroom. So, again, we should be uncovering the feet of Christ as a church and submitting to his authority. We don't do that. We get out of pocket and we try to do all sorts of stuff. But hey, that's another <laughs> podcast. That, that's another <laughs> mini series. <laughs> we have to judge y'all today. We're going to give you these judges on Sunday. Well, I'm going to so, go ahead and do 14. Where did you leave? 14 through 18? Yep. And then we can go ahead and elaborate as a whole. All right. Okay, cool. So I'm, I switched over to NLT because I like Daly's version better. <laughs> so Ruth lay at Boaz's feet until the morning, but she got up before it was light enough for people to recognize each other. For Boaz had said, no one must know that a woman was here at the threshing floor. Then Boaz said to her, bring your cloak and spread it out. He measured six scoops of barley into the cloak and placed it on her back. Then he returned to the town. When Ruth went back to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, what happened, my daughter? Ruth told Naomi everything Boaz had done for her. And she added, he gave me these six scoops of barley and said, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty handed. Then Naomi said to her, just be patient, my daughter. Until we hear what happens, the man won't rest until he has settled things today. Lord, add a blessing to the hearing, reading, and doers of his word. Boop. Okay. So, Daily, you want to take it first or you want me to elaborate? I'm going to let you go because <laughs> I jumped straight. I jumped straight in after I finished reading. So, I'm going to give you the opportunity to jump straight in. Yes. Okay, guys. So, now, not only was Boaz being. Very chivalrous, I feel. He gave all yes. the other guys in the tribe a fighting chance to talk to Ruth. And Daly elaborated earlier, it had been months, because I thought this was a couple of days. This has been months. So thank you, Daly, for putting me on that gem. Two, she was nice enough to leave before it got bright outside. Because even though they didn't <laughs> contemplate in marriage, there was no marriage proposal, none of that, she went in under the cover of darkness after a party, let herself be known. This is what I want. And Boaz was like, cool. I want you too. But <laughs> we got to yep. do it right. So We're doing a walk of shame. <laughs> okay. 
So she leaves before anybody gets up. Smart move. And everybody's drunk from the party before. Gets back to Naomi. And then what does Naomi say? Oh my gosh, we got six scoops. Cool. Now, be patient because I'm telling you by the end of today, Boaz is going to come get you. That's what I'm getting off of verse 18. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> it seems like Rudy yeah. is like super hyperactive right now because she was just in front of Boaz, who she's been crushing on, maybe, low key. And here we are. So, yeah. I don't know. So, six barbies. I, I think, I think that by this point, even if Ruth didn't find Boaz physically attractive at the beginning, Mm -hmm. the way he moved, she had to be attracted to the man in him. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Otherwise, she definitely would not have been with this program. Yeah. so, So she was feeling the way he was moving. So... But but what was what was um, interesting was that he sent her home with Bali, proving his position as a constant provider to her. He didn't say just because, just because, just because I know that you want me now, I'm I'm going to stop doing what I do. Actually, he said no. Even though I am, I may not even secure the position as your redeemer because this other guy might step in. I'm going to continue to act as your redeemer and your prov- and your provider until even, until it physically manifests. So he kind of stepped out in faith as well and said, "Look, yeah, I know that sure. this is going to be my position." So Boaz, 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 he he made some. <laughs> he stepped up. He made some big that. He, I don't know. I feel like if this. Never mind. We're not even going to. I don't know what Boaz looks like, but this story is overly exciting to me because, like I said, he actually had her and decided to do the right thing. He didn't sleep with her. He said, okay, we're going to do this right. We're going to give the other guys the opportunity, rich or poor, and still, (laughs) let's not have you go home empty-handed and send her on. So, like, is the family taken care of? For sure. But, um, there was there was something interesting that caught my eye just as, as we just as I finished reading this. And mm-hmm. it was um it was when we think about the position that Christ plays in our lives as Christians, it says that Christ Christ didn't only come um he, he's not only the law, but he's the fulfillment of the law. Mm-hmm. And and what if you look at the way that Boaz moved in all of this? Boaz knew the law, and then he fulfilled the law. So he could have just basically done it because he could have done a creep move and said, "Yo, I don't care about dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna just redeem you now, and I'm gonna kind of bypass." I'll, I'll bypass the rules and, and, and swing it whatever way I can because I want to. Rede- I want you, but he said, "Yo, we're going to do this properly. Let me holler at homeboy tomorrow. Let me let me give him let let me let him shoot his shot. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I will lay all the facts down and let him shoot his <laughs> shot. Now, if he no, can't come well. up, if he can't step to the plate." Then boom! I'm gonna step to the plate and I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna redeem you 
you got my word. Sure as sure as the Lord, um, the Lord God is here today. I I will redeem you. That's my that's my word, and that's what Boaz did. He fulfilled the Levitical law. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't act. In, he didn't step out in fear, or you know, he didn't say, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take his, the I'm gonna take the easy way out because." As long as no one knows, I can do this, and then I get what I want. I secure her land as well. I get mm-hmm. all the benefits, and I get the woman. He said, "No, nah, you know what? I know that I've been honourable. Plus, he respected and protected her virtue by slipping her out before anyone else woke. Not yeah. only did he do that, then he sent her away with provision." Saying, not only did I not take from you, but I gave to you instead. Yep. Did not leave so, you empty-handed. Yep. So Boaz, Boaz moved real slick. He moved <laughs> real slick. They come from a good background. What can we say? <laughs> oh, we have a bubble. They didn't even see that down there. Sorry, guys. The Lord is the first priority that we must submit to. This book of the law should not depart from your lips. Joshua 1 verse 8 Thank you for that love mm-hmm. Welcome in So guys with this story um, Let's try to apply it to today So today's chapter What happened These are the facts There was a party Or we'll say there was a celebration Let's stop saying a party Because not one individual was throwing it There was a celebration People got drunk Girl goes in Presents herself to male. I don't think he was sober. So can we say what? Hung over maybe? Because he woke up he asking was, like, who is she? Like, Yeah, so he was, he was, um, I, I like to use the phrase, he was jolly. Okay, so we'll say. <laughs> I can't you Yeah, he woke up. He still he didn't was, take yo, advantage of her, and he gave her Uber money to get home and some yep. food to get back to the house. So, yep. <laughs> what can we learn from this story today? That dudes don't do that today. Dudes don't, and females don't. Like, we present ourselves, but I feel like we present ourselves amongst ourselves, but we don't really present ourselves to him. But the way that she went in there, like uncovering his feet, she didn't go up there and rub his thigh. She didn't go up there and uh, I don't want to say the wrong person, but there are stories in the Bible where people literally drunk and all got someone drunk and then slept with them. Girls did this to guys. Like, oh yeah, that's uh, Noah. Noah's okay. Noah's daughter. Noah's daughter. Thank you. It was Noah. Day. I was thinking Abraham, but I was like, no, he had a good marriage. Like it was Noah. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Noah's daughter. And they got pregnant because that's the other thing Daly was saying mm-hmm. earlier, like breaking the hymen, like all of that was ha- had all of it has meaning. Like there's a reason and for everything. So like just randomly, <sighs> either way, Ruth didn't do that. She all she did was uncover his feet and laid at the bottom of him, not on the side of him where he could have just rolled over on top of her. Like mm-hmm. the bottom, <laughs> he wakes up. And then what? Like, how do we do that? So we would have to shoot, just present ourselves without coming on extra strong, I'm assuming. Doing your job yeah, well. I think, because he liked her character. She was working in the field. So go ahead, Daily. 
Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I think from a woman's perspective, stop thinking that you have to be what this world presents as Correct. the you know, oh this the is norm, how you the have standard. To be. Right. Yeah, you you've got to be um you've got to take charge sexually. You've got to <laughs> go out there, you know, for, forget, by your own forget yeah, basically forget all the rules and, you know, you make your own rules. This is your world. And I'm like, no, there is an order to things. What? And your virtue, <laughs> your virtue is that it matters. That's the most, that is the most valuable thing that you have. Because once your virtue is gone, it's over. People me. look... We, we all know it. You're fighting the, perception the rest of your life. <laughs> right, right. You all know, we all know the girls and we know, and we know the boys. Let me, I'm not, look, this is not about this. <laughs> Everybody I, can catch this, I, this message today. Yeah, this is because I, this was one of the things I, I hated about what growing up in the purity movement. During yeah. the purity movement, it seemed like the, the onus was on the girls to, um, Oh, make sure that you dress appropriately so you don't tempt the boys and and like like, we couldn't be our own individual selves because we were distracting y'all from wanting to hunt. Because because the boys the boys didn't have any self control. You didn't teach the boys any self control. So at the end of the day, in in my opinion, is this that not only should the women protect their own virtue, the boys are responsible for not only protecting their own virtue but the virtue of the young women as well. So if a young woman was to, as in Ruth did, step to the plate and say, hey, I really, I'm really feeling you. I really want to be with you. You should be able to act as Boaz did and say, okay, cool. I'm feeling you too, but let's do this the right way. Or right, I was about to say, or communicate, plan of execution. But yeah, John Bones in this instance is not the way to go. So let your yeah, because shine bright in the moment. Be well at the I, I think, you do to attract him. Yeah, because I think one of the things we forget is that um, sometimes when we even even at the ages that you know I'm 42 now and I can still I'm not, I keep saying I'm 42. I'm not 42 till next year. I'm 41. You know <laughs> But um, in um, in in the spirit of things, when even at this age, I can quickly forget the natural order of things. And what I mean by that is, there are moments when I can forget that my wife needs romance Mm. before I get to the goods. Say that, and I want to. And I want to accelerate the process and just jump straight to like, Stupid. yo, why, why? And I'm, I'm just trying to get straight to, I'm just trying to get to the, to the, to the end zone. And, and I'm, 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 I haven't even run the ball. Exactly. So, and, and we've got to, we've got to remember that sometimes our hormones, no matter what age we are, our hormones can take over and we can accelerate the process and when we do it's after the fact we then realize that hey i messed up i could have i should have slowed things down the same happens when we're young that 
especially when you're a virgin, you start picturing the end goal and you start, you, because no matter, let's, we can't front. Let's look, Shadow is a PK. I grew up, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been in the church since I was six, seven years old. Man. So I, I, I grew up, folks. <laughs> I grew up in, in that kind of moment where, for me, I knew that there was this whole thing that I was expected to wait for sex, but my hormones didn't understand that I was supposed to wait. So I, I'm not going to front and say that I wasn't. As soon as I was sexually aware, I was thinking about sex. So if I was. If I was in that moment, there's no way in hell that if my hormones took over, I would be able to stop myself. So that's why it's about, you know, learning. And that's why I had such an issue with a purity movement. Teach self-control to boys as well as girls, because it's so important, especially when a, a young man is going to be the leader of a family, the head of a family. If you can't show restraint, if you can't take care and protect the virtue of a woman, how can you protect your wife when you become a husband? How can you protect your children? Because you was, fail to learn those skills at a young age. Because they lead by example, if anything. If you're not going to let yeah. them the way, they're going to look at you to do that. So it's like, I don't know. I like this story because, like I said, there's a lot of stories before Ruth. If you guys know, this is Old Testament stories where people were taking advantage left and right. It was like, I don't even know. It was just chaos to me. Everybody was just humping and like, uh, so with this story, my point is skip ahead before <laughs> this, this story is a good one because he was very any time he owned all of this stuff. So at yeah, any time, he did taking Naomi. He said in chapter two, he told Naomi that he knew who she was and he knew who Ruth was. Now Ruth's presenting herself after months and you still do nothing. Mm-hmm. Go play in the fields with like you go give the other guys a chance. Now, granted, we all know what's going to happen. And it's just like, guys, today's day and age, don't get upset because she's out here playing the field if you're not pulling a Boaz move. What did you even do, like, to get the Ruth to get the Boazes? Like, are you even on Boaz's stature at the moment? This guy <laughs> is in control of everything, can have her at any moment, and still said, be free. Now, Naomi said yeah. it. After, like he was going to make the decision by the end of the day, so maybe they talked in the background or whatever. But he still made it known to Ruth, like I want you to like kill all your options and don't worry, I'm still going to yeah. virgin. Like, <laughs> he yeah. Was yeah. decision. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm telling you, he was he exemplified graciousness, mm-hmm. chivalry. Um love because he showed her that look i love you enough to let another man have a shot because i don't want because i know hey the regret yeah none of that yeah you on me so i want you to yeah he kind of said i want the best for you no matter what even if that's not 
I want you to be happy, even if that's not with me. And I know dudes be dropping that line today, but they don't mean it. Right. I'm like, what is it you're asking me to do when you tell me to go back out into the world? Like, <laughs> are you really trying to mm. this again? I don't know. I just feel like this story was very straightforward, but still he was very and chivalrous. And I know I said effing. I know y'all want to check me in the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Just, and I love, I love the simplicity of the story. Mm. There is no, um, I don't know. There's no, he, he's not playing any, he's not playing any games, is he? No. And like I said, the fact that there was no Naomi's husband, like, he had to go to Naomi. The two of them had to have yeah. talk. Naomi has been yeah. in chapter... I didn't, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read chapter one because I'm like, since the beginning, Naomi has been strong in making sure that Ruth... Yo! Yo! Shadow, I just thought, I just thought something. What? what I miss? Now, peep this. Now, peep this. <laughs> now, Ruth was... Ruth... Let's get Ruth was um, a member of the family, mm-hmm. but Boaz, Boaz is what like a great uncle to Ruth's dead husband, right? Well, they have it. Now yeah. it wasn't so technically. Shouldn't Naomi have been the one that Boaz married because he was a close relative to her husband? Because the Levitical law was. If um, if it was if if, if if the if the if the brother died, then the brother had to marry, the, or then it was a close relative. So technically, as the cousin to Ruth to to Naomi's husband, he should have been. Shouldn't he have been marrying? Shouldn't Ruth, um, Naomi have been approaching him? Now, I mm-hmm. think there's a part that we're missing because the, I think the Bible paints Naomi as such a a bitter woman. That's what but, I was. Just, I was like, I gotta go back because I was just looking at judges and I was like, ooh. This-. So next week for sure, I'm gonna give them the tea because Daily came with the tea today, y'all. He gave him some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I think it's it's interesting because I think technically she should have been the one that that could have gotten the man, but but she was she old. wasn't. Had kids. yeah, and she wasn't. She wasn't bitter. She wasn't. She kind of said, look. I've lived life. I've done it. I've had kids. I've had some of that good D. <laughs> Look, you, this is, this is, this is, this I'm, is I'm going to let you breathe. Yeah, okay. this is your moment. These are the ones that I know. <laughs> <Live free. laughs> so, yeah, so she was like, Look, I'm, I'm going to put you on game. This is, this is the dude to go after and you can have a good life. So you guys so, know this, that in today's day and age, uh, I'll say for the single people, um, I, I guess I should have said that, but you know how y'all have situationships. I'm talking about dedicated singles. Need <laughs> 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 to, is the word humility, I want to say humble, but is humility the same? Is that the right tense? Yeah, yeah that, is, that is. You guys are single, so you guys have options. There's dating, and then you guys are in a relationship. You need to separate those two things. Dating is you know each other. You guys still feeling each other out. You can still be in friend zone. Y'all don't have to be sleeping together. But at the same time, like, 
pull a ruse, tell them what's up. Like, this is what I want to do and let them have a Boaz response. I'm going to let you do you and I'm going to do me and we're going to keep dating. Like, that's okay. You guys be wanting whole relationships in the beginning of dating. And that's not what just happened here. <laughs> and again, yeah. this estimate. So it's kind of crazy because I'm like, we're still doing this back in the day. They weren't just jumping bones. They could have. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I, I, and I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to say, look, ain't no judgment here from either of us or oh, anyone that that is jumping bones. I understand. I'm I'm a dude. I understand. I I understand how things go. And I think, um, let's not get it twisted because biblically, back in those days, there was dudes out here. <laughs> Yeah, taking taking a woman and yeah. then doing and then and then having to go to her father and say, "Hey, yo, listen, um, I, I I hooked up with your daughter, so um, here's here's a dowry to show that you know I'm making her my wife." And it was forced. It was forced. Yeah. Wait, you guys have to think this is money. You guys are talking about the beginning when like livestock, barley, like land was what was important. Yeah. Right? So when people do yeah. think, that's why I say it's it's like mm, just be humble with one another and communicate. <laughs> yeah man. I'm, I'm like, feel, feel feel the situation out. Feel and but be like like Shadow said, be honest in your dating. Mm-hmm. Be honest with your intentions as well. Because it's I don't of- like I don't like it when dudes are out here saying to a, to a woman, um, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm serious. You, you're gonna, I'm really feeling this, and we're gonna be in a relationship." Knowing, knowing full well, he ain't interested in our relationship, and he's he's got another woman on the side that he's actually interested in a relationship with. Mm. Um, I don't like that. I also don't like the reverse when women do it because. It's not just men that do it; women do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that's why we just need some have some integrity, have some. Just keep it one hundred, guys. Be, so, yeah, that's coming from Shadow. And you guys know how. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but the point of the matter is, <laughs> thank you daily so much for this, and thank you guys for joining our little hour of power, quote unquote, <laughs> biblical. Yeah. We are definitely going to be closing out Ruth next Sunday um, same time and uh, I don't know you guys let us know some suggestions on what you want to dive what story you want to dive in maybe what preference you guys have because uh, yeah. Ruth seems pretty head on her shoulders kind of gal what about you Daily? <laughs> what next to, to dive into next yeah, yeah. Mm, so you know, you know, one of my favorite stories. What's that? Because it's it's got all the tea. It's juicy. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like I like David and Bathsheba. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's messy as hell. That is very true. They, that is very true. That was a real messy one. And it took power. Like, that was... I feel so bad. 
we can definitely dive into that one. That is definitely a. I don't even think it was a love triangle. It was just he wanted her and like. Yeah, he did some real shady stuff to get her. Shady, shady stuff. I almost cussed. Oh my gosh! And it's dating. <laughs> That's what we're gonna say. So maybe after we get done with Ruth, we're gonna give you tidbits on who David is, so that we can dive yeah. in. David <laughs> and Bathsheba. Oh my goodness, Daily, you were on it. I love this. This uh. is this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> cool, you guys. Cool. So uh, sh- shout out, tell them, tell them, tell them where they can find you this week. You, you got any other shows this week? Oh, I do. You guys are <laughs> in for a treat. So on the 19th, I have a show with my mother. <laughs> oh, <And> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's going over generational differences. So she was born in 60s. I was born in 80s. Yeah, so <sighs> it should be pretty spicy. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be good. Yeah, it's the first time I'm doing one with doing hers in here, and we're doing a crossover. But guys, do you have anything going on this week? <laughs> yeah. So Tuesday, I've got a follow-up show with uh, Man Baby, and we are talking about can a man have more than one wife? Oh, because how- for those. <laughs> for people that know Man Baby, Man Baby has two wives, and it's not something that he hides. He is um, he is a pastor. He he and he has two wives, and this is uh, <laughs> it was yo this. I'm, I'm telling you, look at the world we live in, guys. I yeah, but let me tell you, when he brought this up on Wednesday, the last on Wednesday just gone. Um, it, the show went crazy. So if, if you haven't listened to that, you can get that. The Daily Perspective, that's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and all those other platforms. Um, listen to listen to the show that was published on Thursday. That's uh, the, That was the first part of that conversation with Man Baby. And then on Wednesday, the 20th, I have a conversation with Sayuri Queen, and we are talking about gender roles in relationships. Oh my gosh, that one should be spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, shout out to that Putin Putin right there. But you guys have heard it here first. Make sure you guys tap on our shoulders, give us a follow, go ahead and subscribe. I'm telling you guys right now, want to do it before September want to do it before september but this has been an epic show i appreciate everybody let's give our shout outs to those in here selena p thank you so much oh bro fnge i want to say mopeo mayokum um damen african love thank you you guys i hope to see you guys next sunday same time shout out i'm right peace so that was uh, the second installment. Next week is the final part of this mini series. Please tune in. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Um, hope you've enjoyed that. Um, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna label the point. I think we, we really touched on stuff and really got into it. So everything is self-explanatory. But before I, I do go, I do wanna remind you that you if you like the way that I sound, you can get reason. Um, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes. Um, I'm also gonna put a discount code in there so you can get 30% off Reason Plus. Uh, just use the link in the description in the shadow sorry in the description in the show notes. Uh, to get access to that um yeah tune in for the next episode with me and shadow sun studios next week uh that's sunday at 8 p.m gmt and once we're done with that as you hear we will be moving on to our next mini series um hope you're all good enjoy your week and uh we'll catch you next week peace